Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good evening and welcome into hour two of the Purple and Gold Point after a Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Unfortunately, recapping LSU's embarrassing loss to Tennessee in Death Valley, 40-13. to He's Herb Tyler, former LSU quarterback. I'm Christian Garrick. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines are open at 504-260-1870. And, Herb, as you were uh, ranting and raving about last hour, rightfully so, uh, about the quarterback play in general and a yep. lack of creativity uh, on offense, LSU fans are stuck. This is what, this is what you're going to have to live with for this year. I don't see a drastic improvement uh, from this unit. Do you? Do I see a drastic improvement? No, but I do see some improvement. you got to improve, right? I don't think that there's a way that they don't with the coaching staff that we have, with the head coach that we have. So, um, you know, don't get too down on them. Um, you know, let's, let's let them he- hear what we have to say in our opinion. Uh, but, you know what, they still got to go to practice on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, come back and play a game Saturday. So, and I think that they can learn from what, what you know, this particular game has taught them, which is, you know, when, if, when you're ready to get – in the ring with the top ten teams, you better be ready. You can't go out there and and, and give up a you know a muff kickoff on the first play of the game, um, give open up the you know the scoring um, floodgates, if you will. The to first a team three that's ser- one of the best. The first three Tennessee series started on the LSU, on the LSU side, side of the, of the fifty. Football field. You can't do that, and you put the defense in bad situations. Now here's the other kicker to that: defense actually did pretty well. They gave up a touchdown on the first drive, but the, the next two. But the next two, you know, they they, uh, they 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 only give up field goals, which to the number two, I guess, uh, offense, offense in, the, in country. the country. So you can't, you know, you can't really you can't really blame the defense on this particular the way the game started. Let me say that now, there is some things on the defensive side of the football field we definitely need to address. And one, in my opinion, is we talked about DBU in the first hour, right? Well, there is no DBU anymore. But what I would like to see is DBIs to the ball when the ball is in the air. You know, one of the things that Hendon Hooker did very well was throw the deep ball. A part of that deep ball that he throws is throws the ball very, very high. So it gives you an opportunity as you're running with a receiver on a go route or anything like that to get your head back and look at the ball, try to find it. And then you you can definitely time the breakup, interception, or something better when you can see the ball. You can't, it's very difficult to look at a receiver's eyes or anticipate when his hands are going to go up, and then you put your arm out to try to knock the ball down. That causes penalties, and we can't have that. You know who he reminds me of as far as his deep ball? Remember Jeff Blake? Jeff Blake threw a beautiful deep ball. And it was high yep. arching, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, you, you, you said the defense did well, and I agree with you. Because people can roll the right, oh, they gave up 40 points. They did. You're right. right. But they had an offense that could not help them with sustained drives. Three, a lot of three and outs, a lot of three and outs, three and third and ten, third and sixteen, third and eight. Third, you know. So my point is that at that pace for Tennessee, which they operated offensively, yep. it was only a matter of time before your back was broken because you're out there on the field so much. You, you can't, you can't, you can't be on the field uh, 
I don't know, 45 plays out of the 70 plays. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a defense. You're going to get worn out, and that's the whole point. And then, the, you know, how fast that Tennessee gets the ball hiked from down to down is, is amazing. And I love the way that they do that. I wish we can adapt something like that, and I think we'll be okay if we did. But, you know, ultimately, when you look at this game as a whole, and for me, when I look at this game as a whole, it's a measuring stick, like I said earlier, but it's also a reflection in the mirror, right? So let's really look at and see who we truly are. If we're going to be this team, we need to be the best this team. If we're going to be a, a defense first, run the ball, try to run the ball second, and then attempt to try to get the ball out as a, as a, as a passing game, then we need to do a little bit better job of creating uh, plays for the playmakers to get the ball in their hands as soon as possible. So you agree with my assertion. I'm sure you, you listened to the opening of the show as you were trying to fight through some traffic to get here. Um, I blame the condition of this roster on Coach O. You agree with that? The condition of this current roster in terms of the depth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, there's something else that happened, too. Two years ago, I think, uh, or even this year, Tennessee's roster turned over as well. Mm -hmm. The same way. But, you know, you, 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 you still find a way to be creative to utilize the guys that are your guys that you're going to go with. The problem we have is it's not just that the roster turned over. It's that the guys that were left are really not as good as we want them to be, especially up front. When you talk about up front on the defense, yes, we're good. We can probably hang with anybody. However, we only have those first four guys, maybe five at the most, right? And then after that, the talent level kind of drops off a little bit. But on the offensive side, when you turn around and you look at it up front, the offensive line is struggling, you know, mm -hmm. to no well, they end. Were without their starting left tackle and left guard, do they too? I get that. Even with the starting left tackle, starting left guard, they're still struggling. They're not the greatest offensive line. Because they don't line. have a lot of great depth. They don't have great depth, and they don't have great experience either. And that's those are two things that you really need to win football games in the SEC. And if you're not, if you don't have that, then you're, it's going to be difficult. And so, how many times did you see Jaden Daniels? get the ball from the center, snap from the center, and then he looks down the field, and then all of a sudden there's pressure in his face, like immediately. So, you know, we talk about how, how difficult it is that, 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 that it is for Jaden Daniels to identify, uh, go through his progressions, and, and find the right receiver. Well, it's even more difficult when you got, you know, hands in your face, guys right up the, right up the middle of pressure is right there. So it's difficult. But, you know, ultimately, yes, I do agree with you. Um, we, this roster turnover has been one of the greatest, which is why my expectations of this year is the way it is, because I didn't anticipate us to go out and be vying for a SEC title or SEC West championship or SEC championship, even a playoff berth or even national championship. So I'll be happy with the bowl game and the win in the bowl game that's going in the right direction, personally, myself. Yeah, Herb, this was tough to swallow today because it came in your house, right? Yeah, yeah. And not to mention... Just three years ago, LSU was the king of the football world. Yeah. And Tennessee was keeping company with Missouri and Vanderbilt in the SEC basement. So mm -hmm. it just goes to show you how far each program has risen or fallen. Yep, yep, I agree. And it's, it's – it's, so here's the thing. It's bad, but at the same time, it's okay because we're starting at the basement level. There's only no way to go up, but the only one way to go and that's up. And so I think that we have the right person that's – ahead of the whole deal that's going to help us ascend and get to where we need to be. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I think he's going to evaluate his offensive coordinator going into next season. If we continue to play like this and we can't be creative and we have all this talent apparently on the outside and we can't get them the ball, 
We got to really take a moment to evaluate that because I think you're, I think you're fair. How I think can you? Fair. How can you not get Butte the ball? How can you? It's inexcusable, Herb. I mean, I don't understand that. It, it makes no sense. They're trying to figure it out and don't know how to do it, right? Well, they're halfway through the season. This should have already been figured out. Just like I'm, I'm not going to let this coaching staff off the hook when your football team, Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. averages nine turnovers a game. That's not winning football, and that's on you to correct. Not Coach O, not anybody else, not the players, and it's on the players, but it's at the behest of the head coach. He has to make it more of a point of emphasis. That's not winning football. You're going to lose a lot of games in the SEC when you average nine penalties a game. It's not winning football. However, um, I do kind of understand they're still trying to gel as a coaching staff. They don't know each other. They're still trying to figure each other out. Um, There's still guys on there trying to figure the Kelly way. There's still Coach Kelly trying to figure those other guys' way. And how can we match, mesh, best mesh together to become one and be great, right? And if we're not doing that, or if we can't get that done this year, there's going to be some changes on that coaching staff. I can tell you that right now. Definitely going to be some changes on the coaching staff. You so can see Brian Kelly we, losing his patience a little bit. Well, there. he's losing his patience. He's frustrated. It's simple things that are just normal football plays that we're not making. And you got to be able to make those normal football plays just because you're a great athlete, just because you have a Division One scholarship uh, to play football, right? And then, and some of this stuff is just, it, it's, it's in my mind, just basic. It's, it, it's truly just basic stuff. Like, there's, there's situations where, like, uh, I, I forget illegal formation. Well, not yeah, illegal formation. Um, you know, a little offside penalties, that kind of stuff, or whatever. I get it, but there's situations where if there's a, a DB playing off on on your outside receiver, he's playing 13 yards off, and we need to get five yards, throw a hit right like that. Just t- take the ball, throw the ball to him immediately. Yeah, that's, let him get the five yards. You don't even let anybody else know on the offense, right? You just get just between you and the receiver. That's hey, it. That's it's a sign adjustment. It's elementary. It's right there. Bam, get the ball out. Let's make it happen. And so if you can't do that, if you don't feel you have the, uh, the, 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 the trust in your quarterback to even teach him how to do that, something's not right. Or if you are teaching him and he's just not able to do it, then you know what? It's going to be a long season because I don't know who can back there, right? He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. It's the purple and gold point after. LSU loses 40-13. to 13. They get beat down by the Volunteers. We're at Drago's Seafood Restaurant here in Metairie. Come on out and hang out with us till 6 o'clock tonight or give us a call on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and text lines at 504-260-1870. Drago's, come get you some of those charbroiled oysters. This is the home of the LSU Fighting Tigers, WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from Drago Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. It's the purple and gold point after. 40-13, to 13, Tennessee went into Death Valley and beat up on the LSU Fighting Tigers. I would say uh, we were making a joke during the uh, during the break that the volunteers were doing some lion, uh, some tiger, tiger poaching, some big, some big game hunting today. That's all right. Sometimes you got to lose to win again, right? So sometimes you got to take a step back to take four steps forward. So I'm okay with that, right? So what we, what's our record right now? Uh, four and two. So we're not we're not two and four. We're four yeah. and two. You still got two more games. We can we can get to a bowl game, salvage the season. The season's not over with, right? And I still see a, a win at Arkansas. I see a potential. I know a win at UAB. We should. I see another win potentially against Texas A&M. Um, now, you know, Ole Miss is going to be tough because they play that they run the same type of offense. There's going to be firepower, sparks everywhere. Alabama is going to be very tough. And, and Florida is just going to be that game, right? It's always that type of game. That game can go either way. So, um, you know, I mean, we potentially can finish the season out seven and whatever that that, that, that – <laughs> Seven and five or yeah. whatever it is, and then we're gonna see what happens, right? But ultimately, the biggest thing that I really want to see is how we come back from this particular game. Because what's gonna happen is a lot of ch- a chatter, right? Kind of like what we're doing. There's gonna be a lot of clippings. There's gonna be a lot of things being said by the national media. You're not gonna be number 25 anymore. You're gonna be number 32, or whatever. Um, and then, so how do you handle that as a team internally, right? Yeah. What happens next week when you come out in the ball game? How you respond to it, yeah. That's going to be a big test. It's going to be a huge test how do you respond to that. And, I, and I'm going to say this. I think Brian Kelly will get those guys to respond correctly. However, I don't know how you get past just the inability to throw the football. Um, you know, and when I say that, I mean that very uh, respectfully. The inability no, to be there. creatively throwing the football. Yeah, they're stuck there. Listen. I'm willing to be patient because I think I I just I I almost want to put money on it. I believe in Brian Kelly that much as a coach. I agree. I'm and with the you. talent's not here. Nope. It'll get here. Yep. I think in three years we're going to look back on this year and go, man, they look. Remember how bad, how poor they looked at times. Yep. In 2022, we're going to look at 23, 24, more likely 24, uh, and go, man, that, look how fast he rebuilt this thing. Right. And they're a team that. The only thing that troubles me is he was known for at Notre Dame and at Cincinnati for having very disciplined teams that didn't beat themselves. And they're beating themselves, too, on top of playing a really good team in Tennessee. But I think that has to do with experience more more so than just being an undisciplined football team. I think the youth is really starting to show 
its ugly face. Well, that's, it's twofold. I think the in, inexperience is one. But the other thing is, the other thing is they don't actually have, or he doesn't have, any guys that he's recruited. You know, when he right. specifically went right. out and, and evaluated these guys and he knows these guys mentally, he knows them, these guys physically, he doesn't have that. So, you know, it's kind of – so I, I know he's going to try to instill discipline in these guys. The, the, the issue is some of them are just not going to get it. It's just not going to happen. Or, and then what do you do? You move on, right? Well, yeah, you move on, but, you, you know, you – so next year, you're going to see a lot of true freshmen playing next year uh-huh. for Brian Kelly. I guarantee you. You're going to see some more, some of these younger guys that are with LSU now playing as well. And then you may see a couple, a few, you know, juniors and seniors sprinkled in there that's going to, that's bought into the Brian Kelly way. But you, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose with the guys that I choose. And at the end of the day, that's the only thing that I can do now. Did you make that up or you heard that? Song? You know I'm a gangster rapper, baby. You know how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what happens. You know, freestyle, baby. Um, you know, so but ultimately, you know, I, that's just how I feel about it, man. I just I, I don't see him allowing these other guys that's not going to buy into his system and what he wants to do. And that's including clo- coaches. As yeah, well. he's going to make it happen. He's going to get rid of him. And that's the one thing that I like about him. He's a tough CEO type of guy. Yeah, he, he doesn't tolerate any. I mean, he's just not no, going to no. tolerate nonsense. He no. just won't. If you're not getting a job done, he's a he's a down. I'm not going to get it done. Boss. Here's the thing I liked about him. And what he said after the game today was he said it was all our fault. Coaching. We got out coached. He never once mentioned a player. He never once mentioned a certain play. He never once mentioned anything like that. He said, we got out coached. That's our fault. We need to do a better job. That's on me. I got out coached. And I'm okay with him saying that. As a player, what does that, what does that do for you as a player when you hear your coach say that? As a player, that tells me that he at the very least respects the fact that he's not going to put out dirty laundry out there in the street. Because I know as a player, if I screwed up, I screwed up. He can very well say that I screwed up if he wants to because it's the truth. However, if it's me, when it's, you. But when it's happened to me and the coach said it's, it's my fault, I need to do a better job of coaching and that kind of stuff, I don't care what he says. What I'm going to say is, man, I did a horrible job today or I should have never threw those three intercepts against Auburn in the first half or whatever it is, right? And yeah. I get it. I get it. But that's me taking ownership of my own uh, accountability of my actions. And it takes the media's focus off the players. It takes it on the, okay, the coach said it's his fault, so let's zero in on him. Yes. They don't face the heat. Well, you know, it, it somewhat does that because the media, we're still going to look at the plays and the play because we're going to watch the film. We're going to watch the film. We're going to break the film down. We're going to say, okay, yep, he should have went to this guy on second and five who was wide open, but he didn't. Or, you know, whatever the circumstance may be. But, but in, in the time and the heat of the moment, the coach said, it's on me. I, I didn't have these guys prepared. We didn't do a good job of in-game coaching. We made some horrible decisions in certain situations. We made no adjustments. We did nothing right to be successful and to beat the, the Tennessee Vols today. And that's a stand-up guy. Because an inexperienced coach or a selfish coach could have easily blamed it on special teams and we got behind the 10 points. Right or yeah, he could have said, "Oh, we 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 muffed the opening kickoff, and then it snowballed from there." Right, and then that was it. It's on us, and that's not what happened. It's what happened physically, and we saw that. But what happened was, you muff an open kick. That means you didn't get them prepared for that opening kick. You didn't know that kick was going to be kicked to the fifteen at the sideline versus through the end zone. Right, you got to do your due diligence. You got to watch film, and you got to understand to break that down and to get those guys ready. So that's one of the things that I really like about Coach Brian Kelly. Now we can't. We're not going to excuse this, excuse this loss 
we're going to take it on the chin and we're going to, you know, we're going to get knocked down and we're going to figure out a way to get back up because we it's a standing eight count. So we got to get up at least at six and be, you know, coherent at seven and ready to roll, right? So come come tomorrow, we're going to go in there, we're going to lick our wounds, as they say. We're going to work out. We're going to try to work out the kinks and, and, and do a little film session. We're going to get yelled at by the coaches and we're going to do this and all this other stuff. But we got to forget about it after that. And so we got to move on. But we got to learn from it and then be able to attack the next game in a much better way. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, we're going to step away a little early. We're at Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. It's a purple and gold point after. It's not a very... Good result for the LSU Fighting Tigers today. They got housed by Tennessee, 40-13. to 13. I'm with Herb. LSU will be on the right side of these kind of blowouts oh, yeah. Yeah. soon. Soon. This is WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from Drago's Seafood Restaurant in Metairie. Out of the six, Herb, we've now been at three. That's three right. Six. I like it. I like it. We need, so we got three more to go. We just need to figure out when we're going to go. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up the show in a few moments here, uh, man, we love coming to any of these Drago's restaurants. Tommy Satanovich and his staff do such a great job taking care of us, and I see a lot of happy patrons in here in general. Every time I go to Drago's, um, and the staff is just always on top of things. They're very welcoming. And once again, we want to thank Drago's yep. for having us here on the uh, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. And in this case, the purple and gold point after. Uh, they're so gracious to us and so good to us. We just want to make sure uh, we, we tell them thank you. And, and, and this staff is, is uh, they're, so, they're so consistent. We've been at all three stores, and the, and the staff is, is, is consistent. They're, they're always on top of everything. Exactly the same. Um, very respectful, um, resourceful. They, they are quick. They're fast. They're witty. They're on their feet. It's always constant movement, and it's not just with us. It's everybody. We see it with everybody. There's some Tennessee fans here right now. Now, they're doing a good job of making those people wait, <laughs> and I agree with that. <laughs> and so, but they're going to sit down fast. They're going to eat good, and they're, they're going to serve them just as they would serve anybody else. So this is a great and wonderful um, restaurant to eat at and great family-oriented atmosphere i have my wife my mother-in-law and my grandmother-in-law if you will momo here as well so they're eating and hanging out with us and having a good time at the good old drago's restaurant 
Yeah, but, we're steps away from the oyster bar here as we can yep. smell those charbroiled oysters, see the flames coming through. Um, and, and got a great bar here, plenty of TVs. Right now we're watching Georgia, and they're putting it on Auburn 35-10. to 10. Is Coach Harson out of a job after this? This season, yes. I don't know about this game. I don't know what you do, but, yes, he's definitely gone. I, I don't see – there's no way that he stays. Uh, if he does, I'll be surprised. And I do not see Deion Sanders going to Auburn. I can tell you that right now. I don't think that's a place where he wants to be. I don't think that's something he wants to do. He's trying to build something over at JSU, and I see you – know, Do you think he – do you think another part of it is that he wants to make sure that he devotes to, to the HBCUs and doesn't – you know, he's, de- he's dedicated to the, to, to the HBCU. I would tend to believe that is the case because he's been so, I guess, uh, firm with his stance on how the, the there's no parity within HBCUs and, I guess, NCAA, if you will, um, Division One power football. Um, so it's, it's I think that he would lose some credibility if he jumped ship right now. Now, do I see him leaving in five years, four years? Yeah, maybe so. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to turn down a really good job that potentially could be one of the reasons that, that he wants to be there. Now, here's the thing. Dion could be a catalyst for the HBCU to become what his, his vision is that they should be. So, and that doesn't mean he has to stay there and coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he I can do, lay the foundation. He can lay the foundation and, and then the, 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 the footwork and the, and the stepping stones for it. Man, have you seen him walk around, though? He looks beat up bad i mean he looked his hips bad i know his, i know he had it yeah, didn't he lose his foot a toe, a toe. Or toe not foot toe there's uh, some kind of toe surgery thingy or whatever. yeah i mean he's not yeah. getting he's not getting around uh too well all these days and uh, i was with my dad earlier and we were talking about this um man there's no argument <laughs> he's the best cornerback <laughs> to ever play this game there's just no argument i know they got some some great ones that have played it man Prime time. Well, Prime time. The, the, the Aflac commercial says it oh, all, gosh. right? And he says, is that a goat? And then he says, oh, you talking about me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. He's definitely the greatest of all time. I think he's, um, I mean, Jalen Ramsey is good. And you got your Marcus Lattimore. These guys don't compare to Deion Sanders. He, he just, when he stepped on the field and he guarded your number one, you knew he was there. He was going to make a play. Your number one is going to, you know. and he's he going to have guarded, a bad day. And he guarded some of the best. And, you know, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice, Michael Irvin, yeah. um, you know, you can keep on going down the list or whatever, but he, he has shut those guys down, literally. And uh, you fear throwing the ball his way, literally. Uh, Mike and Shelmet's been patiently waiting on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines. Go ahead, Mike, you're on the purple and gold point after here on WWL. Hey, Mike. All right, All right Mike is no longer on hold. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Lamenting the forty to thirteen yeah. beat down at the hands of Tennessee today for the LSU Tigers, and we've gone over. We've said our piece. We want to hear from you. 504-260-1870. Are you going to be patient with Brian Kelly? Um, how much of this loss do you put on the coaching staff? He says it's all on him and the coaching staff. How much do you put? It? And listen, Herb. Aside from Coach Kelly doing that, I'm very mindful of. Coach Kelly's getting paid to play this to, to coach this game. Oh yeah, these players, yeah, name, image, likeness, get uh, whatever. Yeah, they're not getting it's, paid. It's hard really for me to be overly critical of nineteen and twenty year olds. Yep, and some of them are 21, 22. Some of them are twenty five. Some of them are like twenty five. Hendon Hooker is twenty five. Right. Mm-hmm. Be, but at the same time, you know, when you're committing procedural penalties, when you're not knowing. Uh, if you're the guy that's supposed to be on defense and you get 13 men on the field, 
some of that at some point is no longer the coaches. At some point, that player's got to go, okay, wait a minute. I know what packages I'm in cold, right? Yeah. yeah. At some point, it has to be on them. You got to take the training wheels off at some point. Well, I get it. Yeah, it, and it just depends, though. It depends. Did the coaching staff do a good job of relaying the information to the guys throughout the week? Yeah. Right? And so it, hopefully they did. And if they did, then, yeah, you can say this, this particular kid had a mental lapse and he forgot what he was supposed to do and he caused the penalty in a, in a crucial point of the game or whatever. And, yeah, I get it. I, I don't ever want to try to be overly critical of these kids, but I can point out some faults, if you will, or, 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 or some lack of talent or whatever, but I'm not bashing the kid and I'm not destroying them, and I don't want anybody ever to think that I'm coming across doing that. But what I can do is, uh, you know, I guess kind of do my very best to critique the skill set and the skill level of the player, not so much the player itself, right? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I try to do it, anyway. So, but I've been on one aside one of these types of games, right? I've been when we played Florida in 1996 at Florida. Danny Warford was the greatest quarterback ever in the history of quarterbacks that day. I mean, they beat us. I think it was like 65 to 13 or something Ooh. like that. It was it was not good. 63 to 13. It was not good. But you know what we ended up being that year? We were 10 and two that year. It was the best season we ever had. That best season I've ever had. I have not won 10 games since. So so we lost to Florida. We went to that game. We were 3-0, I think. And they were 3-0. And we were like, okay, let's see where we are. And guess what? We was not on that level. Now, they had a bunch of juniors and seniors that were great across the board. And the Steve Spurrier coach team that has been together for four years, three years, or whatever. And so we went in there with a Jerry Donato team that was second year in the making with, you know, about eight true sophomore guys playing. Um, and our size, we were small, we weren't fast. I mean, we were quick, but we weren't faster than those guys. They had been in the system forever, and so they put it on us. But we did not let that dictate our season. We came back and won every other game after that, with the exception of, I think, the Alabama game, um, which I think we lost like 22 to Twenty-two to seven or something like that, but I I got hurt in the first series of that game and didn't go back into the game. So I always blame myself for not winning that game. And well, so you were hurt. Th- I was injured. Yes, right. I, I was injured. I couldn't throw the fo- I couldn't feel the football. Yes. And so that at that point, you know, if I play that game and we win that because we went up, we was up seven to nothing in that in the beginning of the game. If I finish that game out, we really go. I think we go eleven and one, and we go to a, a beautiful bowl in Florida somewhere. But we ended up in the in the Peach Bowl playing Clemson, and we beat Clemson that year. Tim and Thibodeau on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Tim. You're on WWL. Hey, great. Thanks, guys. Listen, I haven't been able to listen to the whole show, but I have listened to the last half hour or so, and I'm just wondering, is, is anyone questioning the play of the quarterback? I mean, every announcer that we listen Without to a doubt. the past two, three games – has been saying yep. the same thing. Basically, if this guy's in a two-minute offense where he doesn't have to think, yep. he's yep. a lot better than he is when he has to sit there and evaluate defenses and figure out where he's going to go pre-snap and everything else. Yep. At yep. what point are we going to bench this guy and put in Nussmeyer? I mean, he's what, a 50 For what? Thing if he's going, For he's what? going next year. I mean, we'll put Nussmeyer in, if nothing else, to get some experience. I mean, he's going to be in the running for the starting quarterback position next year. Shouldn't we not be getting this guy some playing time? For what? You, you, do you expect different results? Do you expect Garrett Nussmeyer to come in and solve all those issues? No. 
No, well, not necessarily, but I'm looking at it this way. I mean, if the season's lost, because if anybody thinks we're going to beat the likes of Alabama with the quarterback we have, no, I mean, they're delusional. Um, well, we don't. We don't. Is probably not going to beat him either, but he will get some good <clears throat> SEC experience. It looks to me like the coaching staff and this guy from Arizona State. I mean, they're just outclassed at this point. I mean, they, they they're not used to playing in the SEC. They're not used to the competition level. This is obviously something that they Tim, haven't you know experienced before. Tim, if I'm going to make a quarterback change, I might as well just go. You know what, Walker Howard. Forget it. I'll get him ready for next year. I agree. I agree. I don't. I don't think that much better than Nussmeier. I mean, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen the guy. I mean, very much. I mean, they haven't shown him very much in the games that they were uh, well, leading. Well, what Christian's saying, we've seen enough of Nussmeier to know that he's not the guy. Yep. Let's say that. And so, when you look at the difference between Jaden Daniels and Nussmeier, the one thing Jaden can bring to the table is the fact that he can run the football. Now, we're not being creative enough as an offensive game plan or a coordinator to game plan or be creative enough to, to, to des- design run plays for Jaden that's not allowing him to be as successful as he needs to be. You're right. There's no way he should be in a uh, or not be in a two-minute offense switch situation every particular play <laughs> of the game because when you allow him to overthink the play before, he's not going to make the right play. It's going to be very difficult. Or let me, let me say it like this. He's going to very rarely make the right play. So if you put him in a situation where he's not thinking, he's just reacting, and it's, and it's second nature to him, he's going to be successful. He's one of the best quarterbacks at the, at the, the second – I guess the second half of the second quarter and the second half of the fourth quarter because we're always trying to hurry up and speed up and, 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 and score some points right before the half or the end of the game. He's really great at that. But, yeah, we have been talking about Jaden Daniels. We've said all the things that you've said, but we also have come to the conclusion that if you take him out, then you really ruin the season. Right now we're 4-2. and two. We, have, we still have an opportunity to win some games. I don't know if you win some of the games you're supposed to win um, with a Nussmeyer and or even with a Walker Howard right now. He doesn't have the experience, and we're not ready to just relinquish his red shirt right now as far as Walker Howard is concerned. But ultimately, I think the coaching staff believes in Jaden Daniels. He's obviously showing them something throughout the, 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 the practice week that the other guys are not showing them, and so they believe in him, and that's why he's starting right now. Listen, I already said it, and Herb said it for me too. Garrett Nesmeyer is not going to change any results. Um, and if you if you really want to get experience, you want to get Walker Howard ready for next year. Mike in New Orleans on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Mike. You're on WWL. Hey, Bobby. I'm hey, Christian. Bobby. I'm Christian. Oh, Christian, I'm sorry. That's okay. um, well, I got a question. So right at the head. Um, I'll be Bobby. I I'm wish sorry. I had all his money. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Right at the half, LSU decided to go on it for fourth and ten. They didn't make yeah. it, obviously. Tennessee takes the ball. There's like 28 seconds left. So Tennessee goes. They make a nice throw. And they have to run down to get set up. I'm noticing that the clock stopped running. He's in the middle field. The clock wasn't running. They're running to get set up. The clock wasn't running. In college, in college football, football, in college football the, the clock stops with the chains. So they have to get to the line, then they start it? The change has to be reset, then the clock starts. Yep, on the whistle. 
right, yeah, a lot of people were talking about that, and I saw it, and I'm like, damn, yeah, the clock's not in. Why are they running to the line if it's not going to be running? You know, why wouldn't they just walk to the line? And, I mean, well, because the chain gang is chain gang is taught to get set up quickly by the officials. They're being rushed. Hey, set, you know, get set, get, get ready, because I want to blow this ball ready to play. Uh, but at the same time, it's not like the NFL. The clock doesn't stop for the chain crew. Right. Because yeah, I saw it twice. And I'm like, yeah, the clock is fucking stopping. And, you know, it's in play. And the NFL, that, that, that time was run out. Okay. All right, Mike, thanks for the phone call. Um, Herb, you got anything to add there? I, I, well, no, not necessarily to that, but I can give you a scenario where you where you do play Walker Howard, right? Okay. You can play Walker Howard the last three games of the season. Still got a redshirt. He still gets his redshirt. Yeah, that's a great point. Yep. Um, you can play him for three and a half games. That's right. Yeah, you put him in at, at, you know, for a half in one game, and the final three games you play him. And, but and does I, a bowl game ca- count? I think a bowl game does count, so I would I would play that into the factor. Uh, factor it's le- into it's four games or less. Right, I think it's four games or less. Yeah, it's four yes. games or less. You're still you're still eligible for a redshirt because Nussmeyer played last year, remember? And mm-hmm. I think he was able to redshirt. Oh, the year before, whatever it was. But what I will say though is, I think you wait until the end. I wouldn't play him anytime soon. You still have an opportunity to really be in some of these games with some experienced players and, and allow it to play out the way it is. Because I'm gonna tell you, even though we're talking about Jaden Daniels as much as we are, you know, the offensive line is not helping him or the running backs. There's, I mean, there's not. There's no no help. I remember talking this, making having the same conversation in 2018 when Joe Burrow was his first year and our offensive line was not good. And then we went into that 2019 year still questioning that offensive line, and then they just blew up and they became what they became. But um, I remember that. So I'm hoping this happens next year, right? That, yeah. that that offensive line next year gets a lot better. Answer me this. Riddle me this. Um is Jaden Daniels the quarterback of LSU next year, or does he transfer? That's a good question. It depends on how this year, how he finishes this year, this year out, right? If he can, if he can grow any this year, and become what we think he can become, or what the coaching staff thinks he can become, he's still here next year. He's still here. I don't know. I have a hard time seeing that one. Now, whether he plays or starts tonight is something different. Okay. Right. So All you right. can be here, but that doesn't mean you're the starter. All right, we'll step away and come back and wrap up the show with Jeff and Kenner. We're at Drago's Seafood Restaurant here in Metairie. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. It's the purple and gold point after. LSU loses in a big way to Tennessee in Death Valley, 40-13. to 13. This is WWL. I keep saying it like that. Our final call, phone call of the day, Jeff and Kenner. What's going on, Jeff? You're on WWL. What's up, Slick? All I got to say is, one, go Army. Two, is Jaden Daniels not the answer? Sit him on the bench. <laughs> Nuss Meyer is not the answer either. Walker Howard is the future. And what amazes me, it amazes me about one, the callers and everybody and the fans and everything, and realize that you have a freshman sitting there. And Walker Howard may be great, may not be. But you know what Alabama does? They start a freshman. That's what they do. And guess what? They perform. So get away from all this stuff and and, and let's go. But that dude, Daniel, I mean, it's miserable. It is absolutely miserable to watch that kid under the, under the center. I don't disagree with you. It's pretty frustrating, Jim. Thanks for the phone call. 
as we push out of here, I want to thank Luke Augusta, uh, on-site engineer here, also back at Luke. Master Control, Chris Coleman, Diane Newman, our executive producer and operations manager, and, of course, the great staff, Herb, here at Drago's. Yep. We were this time at Metairie, uh, the Drago's in Metairie. Tommy Stenovich and his crew are just flat-out awesome to us. We're grateful uh, to be here, happy to, to be here uh, at Drago's. It's, it's a wonderful place. That's right. I agree 100%. Um, one of the most comfortable places to be. The food is great. The service is excellent. And then we got my man Luke right here just making it happen no matter what. Toppings, baby. LSU <laughs> lick their wounds, Herb. Watch the film. And yeah. um, they're going to be challenged by that coaching staff. Hey, you know, it's about work, a race to improve. And, you know, the season's not lost. The season's not over. Uh, so LSU's going to be asked to, hey, now pick yourself up off the floor. Yeah. And you're going to finish out the SEC schedule. So he mentioned, you know, Alabama starts a freshman quarterback. Yeah, they do. But they have juniors and seniors offensive <laughs> linemen that's been there forever. That's they right. can protect them. And he's throwing the ball to five stars all over the place. Um, and then the defense is just shutting everybody down. So it's a little bit of a different aspect right now. So I get it. I get it. Everybody's frustrated. But the coaching staff, they've been with these guys. They know what they're doing. They're going to allow Jaden Daniels to fall in his face. We're going to see what we have. All right. That's a wrap. Number five. I'm out. Yep. Herb, do you think, man? Appreciate you, man. Hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed day. And remember, God loves you. I love you. And go Tigers, baby. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 